Hello, AfterBuzzers. Thank you so much for tuning in to another Unreal After Show here at AfterBuzz TV. Tonight, we are going to be discussing Season 2, Episode 7, Ambush, and we have a very special guest in the studio, so stay tuned. You're tuning in to the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin! Hey, AfterBuzzers, thank you again for tuning in to our Unreal After Show here at AfterBuzz TV. I'm your host, Sam Davidson. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at SamD43. As promised, our special guest here is Megan Tandy. Yay! Thank you so much for being here. <laughs> thank you so much for having me. So where can everyone find you uh, on the interweb, for those that don't know? Well, I am on Twitter and Instagram as at Megan Tandy, and Snapchat, which is like my favorite, is at Tandy Meg. God, we should take one after this. We'll take one. Oh, after yeah. this. I love yeah. the Snapchat yeah. too. It's addicting. <laughs> All right, my two lovely co hosts here. Hey guys, I'm Renee Ariel, and you can find me on Instagram and on Twitter at Renee Ariel. And hey guys, I'm Lucretia Line, and you can always find me at L A C R E T I A L Y O N anywhere on the internet since there is only one. <laughs> All right, guys, this week um, I'm a bit speechless. It was a rough episode. There was, you know, a little bit of comedy, which was, of course, Chantal. So that (laughs) that was a nice reprieve from all the sadness. Overall, what were your thoughts on the episode? My jaw was dropped. I could not believe what was happening this whole episode. It just kept getting sadder and more intense and you just got angry and and then you're just at the by the end of it you're like what is going to happen mm-hmm. now it was so crazy and i didn't think the show could get any crazier and yeah. then it did it did <laughs> as a viewer you know were you a viewer first of all before you got the part oh absolutely i am, i was such a big huge fan of unreal before i even got onto it this was actually my third time auditioning for the show and actually like testing for it so I was really really close the the previous two times so getting on it I was like yes (laughs) finally but um but no I loved the show before I was on it and even if I didn't book the role I would still would have been watching it and I know you said you watched this week and you knew it was going to happen but you still were like shocked and upset oh yeah I was um because you know I'm, I'm not in the scene so I only knew about the scene just from what I read in the script like I wasn't there when we filmed it or anything so this was my first time seeing it just like everybody else and honestly I found it very really like uncomfortable for myself to to watch I mean it just especially with what's going on right now in today's day in these last two weeks I'm just like oh it was really hard what about you, Lucretia? Yeah, to me, I have to say how impressed I was with the way that they handled it because you know how many shows are canceling similar storylines uh, because of what's going on right now. But the way that Unreal did it, it was just, it was very real. You know, I had to use the pun there, but yeah, I mean, and it to me made such a much bigger impact because of what's going on right now. Yeah, it was it was rough. I mean, so there's this episode and three more after this. So clearly they couldn't have changed it because this is where the rest of the season is going and these are right. central <laughs> central characters. Um, at first I was like, I don't I don't like this. I don't like seeing it. Yeah. But do you want to know what? I felt the same way the past two weeks. I haven't liked seeing any of it. And, mm-hmm. and there's all these articles being written that like, no, people need to see it mm-hmm. and they need to be aware. And I do think that it was done really well. And, um, you know, Sarah Gertrude Shapiro, mm-hmm. she directed mm-hmm. the episode yes, too. Yeah, she did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
She did a really good job. And um, I know that, you know, when they were originally, when they wrote this, I mean, it was six months ago, and they they wanted to, of course, you know, explore this side of what happens in society, not thinking that we would currently be going through it at the time that it would be airing. But um, I know that they, you know, went in to it with great intentions, just wanting to just show that side of what happens and um, they did a good job. I know that a lot of the viewers, they were really curious to see it from Romeo's perspective. Um, they thought it was it was nice that you see what happens with Rachel, and this is kind of just a part of her, like, her deterioration, but um, a lot of people hopefully will be able to see what happens from Romeo's perspective next week. Yeah, mm-hmm. I hope so. Yeah. I can't wait. He's not dead yet, so um, mm-hmm. we will see. I I still have a hunch he's alive, but we'll get to that in a little bit. We start off, you know, with the return of Adam. Woo! Yes. <laughs> I love Adam. Yes. I love Adam, too. Great working with him, too. <laughs> I know. You know, some people had questions, and I was like, well, they didn't have that much time together, but was it fun working with him? It was. It was. He is so sweet. And, um, and his girlfriend, Johanna, she is just amazing, and they were so sweet on set, and he's just fun. And then that accent, I mean... Oh, I know. Mm-hmm. I mean, he could just talk to me all day. But um, <laughs> he was actually really nice and very professional. It was fun. Yeah, it was it was a fun storyline. You know, Quinn calls him back, essentially, to break up Coleman and <laughs> right. Rachel because... Quinn. Yeah. Quinn Gosh. <laughs> oh, God. But you know what? I'm really... She's softening up, and I know she is, and I know it's not all a lie, guys. She... <laughs> everyone's like, you're stupid. Like, no, she is just playing everyone. Yeah. She's totally softening up. She's not Rachel. Mm-hmm. Guys, she's yeah. Quinn. And I do believe she has a soft spot. I think it rarely comes out because she's so strong. Right. But she totally has a soft spot for Rachel. And when Rachel is completely breaking down, yeah. that's when it comes out. Yeah, and to me, Quinn had a real smile on her face. Several times. Yeah, and I was <laughs> yeah, like, several times. that was weird. <laughs> yeah, indeed. Yeah, it, you know, it was interesting, but it's fun to Ew. see this love triangle, you mm-hmm. know, between Coleman and Rachel and Adam. And Adam's there, just guns ablaze, and he had just been in Africa. Right. And <laughs> I'm just like, just keep on thinking of Mean Girls. It's awful every time. I'm like, <laughs> he was in Africa. Uh, but he was there, and he's supposed to, you know, I uh, first of all, I do not believe for a second he has really been just, like, camping and helping these young African... Like, I'm sorry, no. You were probably staying in a super nice hotel <laughs> oh, yeah. and just Adam. didn't get a haircut yeah. for a couple months. I can't, right? <laughs> right? I thought the same thing. I can't see him roughing it at all, ever. I see no. him well, in, like, a five-star hotel. Well, that's like, true. putting in yeah, a few minutes it. of work every day mm-hmm. and being like, oh... Doing so much for the world, right? Like, okay, Adam. I know he's like, I'm gonna buy a candy bar from one of the kids off the street. Like, <laughs> but I still love him, and I, like I said, I loved the scene with him and the girls in the hot tub. Oh my gosh, that was oh. hilarious! It was. And you guys, you know what? And, and so when we were filming that, he actually like literally cut his leg as we were hopping into the hot tub, and so I'm sitting there and we're filming, and I'm like. Is that blood? <laughs> I looked down. His freaking knee was just like bleeding up a storm, and so um, I was trying to get them to like you know cut, but they actually like worked it into the scene, but it didn't even make it to the final cut. But yeah, poor you know, guy. That was one of my questions because mm-hmm. it was such a great scene. There were so many awesome characters in it, and it was super short. So you know, was there stuff that was cut out that we didn't see? Yeah, um, so Sarah, she definitely played with the scene a little bit. So, you know, we're all just there just kind of complaining about just what's going on in the world of Everlasting. And there were times where she would actually have 
Chantal sit next to Adam or she would put Jameson over there and we would try different um, ways of how we started the conversation and the arguing. But um, as it ended up, it was hot Rachel and Tiffany um, on either side. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hot Rachel. Oh, yes. hot Rachel, yes. Okay. She's up to something. Well, <laughs> finally, we're getting, like, a reprieve of that, which we'll get into in the end. Because for a few weeks, you know, at first it was like, she's suspicious. And then she wasn't. Well, they just weren't showing us the suspicious stuff she was doing. But I personally loved the conversation between her and Adam. Yeah. He's my boy. After that, <laughs> I was like, yes. She, I mean, she's fishing. She's fishing for information, fishing for stuff about Rachel. And, you know, I'm not sure if it's a tie to her. So here are our theories. Mm-hmm. We so think... Say, I can't answer some of this stuff. <laughs> no, it's okay. No, but go ahead. Just tell us... I'm going to tell you what we think. So we think that either Rachel... Hot Rachel, mm-hmm. yell, is um, <laughs> an undercover reporter of some sort exposing the show. I think that might be a little bit too easy. And I thought maybe she uh, could be related to Rachel in some way. Mm-hmm. They do look alike. I don't mm-hmm. know. And I think she's out for revenge against, like, either, you know, a former contestant they screwed over, or maybe mm. it was her herself, but she's gotten, you know, a different look, you know? Okay. So that's what I think. These are good. <laughs> okay. I definitely just think a reporter of some kind. I don't exactly know the motive yet, but because it is Rachel, I know there could be a lot right. of <laughs> different motives. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I'll say we all didn't know either until um, towards the end. So we were all speculating, like, what you guys are doing as well. And then finally, we got the script, and we were like, oh. Was it satisfying? <laughs> That's all you can tell You can tell us. Was it satisfying? I can't say that. <laughs> yeah, that, that would reveal some stuff, too. Well, I loved it. I loved that Adam was like, I'm sorry, don't talk about Rachel. Mm-hmm. Like, don't ask me questions. Right. Told her the drinks were over there. Yep. Shoo- shoot her, her away. Uh, yeah. And he, you know, he could tell that people... Well, I think he could tell Rachel was also unhinged from the get-go mm-hmm. when he returned. Definitely. Yeah. And his uh, connection with Darius. I love how Adam's trying to be, like, this big brother. Right. And he's trying to help him out. He's actually the one that told him to yeah. pick Sean Tuss. Mm-hmm. Hey, he back. Yes. <laughs> he does. And I love that scene when all the girls had to be like, this is what we would do on our <laughs> date. Oh, my God. You guys, those were so much fun to film. And there's so much more, like, because we actually made them kind of, like, funny when we were doing them. But it's just so weird, like, how editing works and what actually makes the final cut. But they were supposed to be, like, far more hilarious than that. Oh, but yours was, was funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was funny. Yeah, there was times where I was, like, playing with the different masks. And I was kind of, like, posing in front of the camera. And then he was just walking off because I was, like, lost in my own world. But, yeah, it was fun. Well, it's funny because your character, Chantal, is now turned kind of into this, like, sweetheart. Whereas before, it's not that she wasn't, like, the sweetheart of the group, but there were other girls, I guess, that were like her that were playing more of that part and, Mm -hmm. you know... But they just continue to up the fact that your fiancé died. Right. Yeah, they just love throwing that constantly on Chantal. And um, the thing with her is I've always kind of said she, if this were in real life, she's she's a contestant that probably shouldn't even really be on the show. Like, she needs to, you know, go home and get some therapy or something. But, yeah, they love to constantly remind her that she's got this fiancé thing going on. And, um, oh, and so a little, a little thing. Chet actually is the one who convinced me to open up the ashes and to let it just blow everywhere. And so um, AD Dan actually has some powder that he was throwing, and that's what was actually ending up on Darius. So they took that stuff out, 
But there was a whole story behind all of that. That that's so yeah. funny. Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. 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 yeah, I was like, keep it. <laughs> that makes more sense to me now yeah. because you all your characters seemed well grounded for. Yeah. Yeah. and then now and then it's like, I'm just just know, like, I know, I yeah. know, yeah, yeah. But I I, and I still think she is, but. Is your character, you think, getting super just wrapped up in this whole process? Like a lot of the contestants on The Bachelor do, like, I want to win, I want to get as far as I can, or does she actually have these feelings? Well, I'll say right now for Chantal, she's definitely, she has the feelings. She mm-hmm. She's not, um, like, Tiffany c- clearly has, like, a motive now, and Hot Rachel has a motive. Chantal's literally there to find love, and she thinks that she's in love with this man. And um, whether her angle stays the same, I can't say. But right now, she, yeah, that girl is lost in love with this guy. I think you know you liked Chantal from the beginning, didn't you, Renee? Yeah, yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah, I did too. Uh, and I knew that you would be around for some time Ooh. because. Yay. Well, you know, I I think just from from the get-go, you seemed like such a nice girl with a sad story. Yeah. But you seemed like you would have been a good match for him. Yes, I agree. I absolutely agree. So we'll see if uh, if he picks me or not. (laughs) Yeah, because to me, Darius actually is a good guy, unlike, you know, some of the suitors. Yeah, yeah, so that's the thing, is you would expect him to be with someone like Chantal, who is, you know, a wifey, as they say. Right, right. (laughs) Or a blifey, as as Quinn says. The thing is, Quinn says. I know. I love Quinn. She's my favorite. She had one line this episode that I thought was so funny. It was something about um, every woman in America, something was wet. Yeah, Do you remember Pants that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I don't know if I can wear this right. I thought it was hysterical. I, I love all of her one-liners. I think she's fantastic. And um, congrats. Yeah, shout mm-hmm. out to Constance. Constance mm-hmm. Simmers nominated for an Emmy. Yes, that's great. It's really exciting. That's and the awesome. show's nominated for a couple others. And I'm really just happy yes. people are finally. Mm-hmm. I remember last year when the schedule came out for the summer for After Buzz. And I was like, why aren't we doing Unreal? Mm. Everyone's like, "What was what's Unreal? And I go, yeah. um, it's going to be awesome. Absolutely. <laughs> And it's mm-hmm. uh, definitely lived up to its expectations. Definitely. Back to Darius, though. Loving what we're seeing from him. Because, first of all, his reactions. His reactions last week to Beth Ann. <laughs> pump the brakes. <laughs> I know. Pump the brakes. Mm-hmm. Pump the brakes. <laughs> and then when Chantal opens her necklace, oh, and he's like, no. 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 <laughs> I know. He, um, it, it's funny because poor Darius, you know, he's trying to just, you know, clean up his image, but he's thinking that he's on this show to, you know, to do it genuinely and from what he wants to do. But he's, yeah. he has no idea. Like, he's being manipulated and he yeah. hates it. Yeah. So these reactions, like, they're coming out of him naturally, but he's also just like, what is this? Like, <laughs> what is going on? Like, I, I feel sorry for the guy, but he's trying. He seems like a super funny guy, just, you know, in general, like, as an actor. Mm-hmm. Um, was it fun to work with him? Because I heard last week that he kind of would say, he said the pump the brakes thing, just improving. Yeah, oh, that was definitely not in the script. Yeah, he added that on there. Um, it was. It's always fun shooting with BJ. This was my second time working with him, and um, he has such a very charismatic attitude and personality, and he has this cute little dog that he dyes purple. Oh, my God. Him, like, stop dying the dog. But he was like, I do it for the ladies, and we're like, oh, gosh. <laughs> I mean, he's, he's He's got that charisma about him, and, you know, he's really sweet, but it it was fun. Yeah, I'm sure. And also, uh, 
the you know host of the show, the way he was dressed, we didn't even realize it. And then someone pointed it out on Twitter, I think. Yeah, that was Graham. Graham. Oh my god. I know. It's like that guy just can't sit down. He has to somehow just be a part of every little bit. I wish that I do. I wish we could have seen more of that scene because I know that there was so much. There's I could so tell that there more. was more there, and but you know this was <sighs> such a heavy episode, it was. Mm-hmm. and yeah. uh, we see Romeo come back. Mm-hmm. Yay! Which yes, we were all you know super excited about. Mm-hmm. He looks great. Mm-hmm. Seems refreshed. And he's there for Darius, and after the date with you, I mean, your poor character just is like, where did he go? I know, <laughs> yeah, I know. it's crazy. In, in fact, I actually, I'm supposed to be, like, breaking down crying at the end of that scene, because he, um, Romeo comes in and takes Darius out of here. He's like, this is ridiculous, you got ashes in your face. And then I'm just sitting there bawling, and then Graham comes <gasps> over to, like, console me like this, and it's like, Graham, why? And he's also doing? probably <laughs> trying to sleep with you, because that's, that's his yeah. character. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We didn't get a lot of, like, who, you know, we don't know if he's had sex with any of the contestants yet. Because last Yeah, okay. last season we found out that he, you know, did. Right. Like, yeah. No, it's kind of a thing. <laughs> okay. And he banged Madison, too. She she admitted to it. Yeah. yeah. I know. She yeah. knows what his balls look like. Yeah. How exactly. tan they are. Oh, yeah. Madison. I know. Oh. She's fun. Yeah, I know. She I is. love her. <laughs> she needs help. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so next we have, let's see, oh my god, so much going on this episode. Oh, of course, duh, they take the car. They Mm -hmm. steal the car with uh, Hot Rachel Mm -hmm. and Tiffany. And uh, they're both drunk. I still am questioning, you know, does Yael, is she really drunk when she says she's drunk? And I just don't know what to believe. I I think she's faking it, to be honest. I think she's faking it, too. Especially if she's on a mission, I don't think she would like even get drunk or lose control of the situation ever but because we don't know her full story yet but i I don't think she was drunk Uh, well Hmm. i will just say this if she is a journalist this all is the story of a lifetime that Mm -hmm. would make her career especially what ends up happening in the episode it, uh, oh my god! Yeah. (laughs) so when uh quinn and or when rachel and coleman realize they took the car Automatically, Rachel's like, well, just call the cops. It's going to be amazing. And right. then the documentarian oh. in Coleman mm-hmm. kind of, like... you got to watch it. Yeah. Because yeah. at first he... No. He's, like, two, you know, black guys driving in where we are. Yeah. Bentley. This is not going to end well. Mm-hmm. But then as Coleman and Rachel follow the car and see them get pulled over, he's the one that holds Rachel back and right. says, mm-hmm. don't break this up. Mm-hmm. I don't... Because... Our, our theory on Coleman at the beginning was that he had all these ulterior motives, too. and mm. But now I just kind of think that he's, like, just shaped by the people around him. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's kind of getting lost in it, too, a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, he's, like, shifted over. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I know you're a fan. I'm a fan, too. But this episode, I was like, you're freaking me out, Coleman. But you love mm-hmm. him, Renee. Mm-hmm. I love Coleman. But this episode, he was making me so mad. And not even in the sense of, like, I thought he had a plan. He just wanted to kind of sit back and see what happened. And then Rachel, Rachel of all people, was like, we need to stop this. Mm-hmm. And, he, and I was like, that whole scene, I was like, come on, let her go, yeah. let her go. And then, I know. oh my gosh, it was just too much. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Coleman really pissed me off this episode. So I know we'll get to it. But when him and Quinn had that conversation, it made my day. That was like my favorite part of the episode. Him and Quinn's conversation. Oh. It, God, it was it was it was just so rough to watch. I've watched it twice. 
And I even, like, re- the second time I watched it, I rewound a little bit to kind of see, you mm-hmm. know, what, like, she runs. Right. Then, but it still doesn't exactly make sense to me. So Rachel decides she's going to run out and stop to this. To try to help. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the male police officer, who was young, and right. we're apparently maybe supposed to feel a little bit bad for him, is an, an article that I read. Uh, for the police officer? Yeah. The female one, I mean, she can just, like, whatever. She sucked. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But the male one, I think he was supposed to seem young, amateur. I don't know how he ended up shooting uh, Romeo when Rachel's coming from this way. Well, it's because, like, if you... Well, yeah, I mean, I watched it two times now as well. I probably can't watch that part anymore. But um, he actually, because Rachel comes out of nowhere, he actually lets go of Darius. Like, he's holding him down, and he's um, he's handcuffing him. Mm-hmm. And um, he lets him go to point the gun over at Rachel, and that's how he ends up falling, which makes Romeo run over to try to catch Darius. Does that make sense? Yeah. No. Yeah. Okay. That's, so he basically, like, you probably aren't supposed to let go of someone if you're arresting him, but he literally let go of him to point at Rachel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's yeah. kind of messed up a little bit. And to me, the way that Sarah directed that scene was amazing, because they show that in the between, I always watch those things. Me you too. Know, just, but the, again, it kind of sucks, because it was all in Rachel's perspective, like her world turning upside down, and we're right. like, Romeo's the one that shot. This right. is yeah. more. Exactly. You know, and that's why I hope the next one, we get a little bit more mm-hmm. on that. Because, yeah, as you say, it's like, how did that happen? Like, how did so he shoot? Quick. It, was it was very quick. so yeah. quick. Yeah, And that's what people don't realize is, like, in that situation, someone like this young guy really shouldn't have been there if he can't handle that. Like, right. You know? The situation yeah. was definitely above him, and he didn't he didn't know what to do. And so his reactions were to just, I don't know. Protect Darius. Yeah. Well, or, well I mean, the police. Shoot. Yeah, no, hmm. the police officer. Yeah. Hmm. I, I just keep on the, I just can't get Romeo's face out of my head. And I, I keep know. on. Yeah. It was really sad. It was, it's. It, it definitely was a very like the show is edgy as it is, but that this particular scene was definitely very. It was just hard. It was, it really was hard, hard for watch. me to watch it, and yeah, especially it, seeing Romeo on the floor like that, I and know. You don't I even thought know what he his was dead. I because his I, eyes yeah, were too. open, right. and he was just kind of convulsing. But I, you know, by the end they don't say if he is or not. I'm I'm not sure if he is, but all I know is that he was there. He was protecting Darius in every single exactly. way he could. I know. And yeah. he wasn't trying to harm anybody and he wasn't trying to, you know, get shot. He wasn't doing anything wrong at all. He just no. saw that once the cop let him go, Darius because of um his issue is falling. So, you know, instinct is let me just go in there and try to help him up, not thinking he's going to get shot and yeah. here's this kind of you know, um, inexperienced police officer who doesn't know what the heck he's doing, and then he just shoots him for no reason. Yeah, just yeah. and then, and again, you know, they knew kind of it was possibly going to be an issue, and yeah. I I really like to hear from the fans. Like we said, some were very upset about it, and some also also thought it was fascinating, and you know, was done very well. I think. The articles I've read just about what's been going on in the world recently, people yeah. say, like, watch those videos. I know it's terrible, but people can't it be is. ignorant to this anymore. Yeah. Right. So I feel as though, now that I've had a day to process the episode, because it, last night I didn't feel this way, it is kind of doing... 
it's portraying what's happening in our world and showing people that perhaps don't want to watch the news or don't want to look at what's happening and they just want to watch TV. It's still there. You can't avoid what's happening. Yeah. Exactly. So I commend everyone like on the show for, for doing that. It's hard. It was hard for the viewers and I just, I don't know how much worse they can get from here, I really hope. Yeah. Like, yeah. I do have to ask you guys, what do you, okay, so obviously that wasn't the direction that Rachel or Coleman wanted it to go in because, you know, that's yeah, um, but what do you th- what do you think she or he wanted? What direction do you think they wanted to go in? Like, how would have that have ended good in any way? Like, how would have that have helped the show? What were they thinking would have happened that would have been interesting enough and fitting enough to put in everlasting? Or what were they going to do? It like that's what like I don't understand fully. Is like what did they want to come from that? See, to me, it's just this is exactly why Quinn is in charge. Again. <laughs> yeah, because so true. Coleman and Rachel, neither one thought of all the variables in that situation. Again, I mean, they're like, oh, let's call the cops because you know how cops react to to black men in a nice car, and it's like, okay. Yes, and if you watch the news now, you really do know how they react, and it's not right. good. So the fact is that they didn't even think about some one of them could possibly get shot. Because, yeah, again, both of them did exactly what the cops say. You know, only Romeo, just when he thought Darius was in trouble, was going to help him. Didn't have a gun. They didn't even have their licenses or phones. So, yeah, it's like... I guess that's why they thought that nothing would happen. But still, I mean, yeah. you know, it's a... Hand it was really... Up. I mean, it, it's kind of... It was dumb. Like, they're, yeah. they were trying to play up on the stereotype of two black men driving mm-hmm. in a car. And then, you know, let's call the police and say that the car is stolen. Like, to them, because they're just lost in this world of everlasting, they're thinking, like, oh, this will be great for ratings. Like, people want to see that. Not thinking, like, that this is a real serious issue and something could happen to these people. Mm-hmm. And so... It obviously didn't work out the way that it should, but it was completely just based upon a really dumb idea to play up a stereotype. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Rachel. And I feel like Coleman, you know, is partially, you know, in with Rachel as this was a terrible idea because he wanted to be a human interest piece because that's what he does. Mm -hmm. And so he's like, oh, we can expose this. It's like, well, guess what? The news has already been exposing this, Coleman. This isn't new. And it right. add it to everlasting, which is more supposed to be fun. And, you know, escaping from that is like, why would you do that? Yeah. Yeah, it is. I mean, no. there's. So, I think Adam said several times, like, this is the pit of hell. This is hell. And it, <laughs> yeah. it literally It literally is. is. So and poor is. Darius is stuck in this hell. Exactly. And, it. And oh, God, I can't even imagine what he's going to begin to go through in the rest of these episodes. He's going to be extremely angry. I don't know how the show is possibly going to go on, like, everlasting. Right. I know. But I guess we will see. We see Quinn and Coleman, or not Coleman, Quinn... And John Booth. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. He's very sexy. By the mm-hmm. way. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. These two, and he. I believe him now. He's for real. He's yeah, I believe him totally too. Totally obsessed with her. Thinks he wants to have babies with her. Mm-hmm. And you know that scene when they were sitting outside in their robes and stuff. I was just looking at. It, I was like, this is sweet, but that's never going to happen. <laughs> right. Something <laughs> has to go last wrong. Long. It's too perfect. Right. Like that's that's too sweet, and it's Quinn. So I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't know, it's going to go up in flames. <laughs> I know yeah. Quinn can never be. Happy. And I hate that though because I really like, you know, as I said earlier, she had a genuine smile on her face when she was with him. She was so happy to not be with work because that had mm-hmm. been her life for so long. And now you've got this great guy. She could mm-hmm. escape a little bit. Yeah. yeah. But she, I think, realizes now not only, like, she has two babies, okay? She has the show and she has Rachel. Right. Yep. And I think that that is more than enough. Mm-hmm. More than enough for her. She gets called back to the show. She leaves him, and now she's a showrunner again. 
Coleman Ooh. is mm-hmm. just done. Best conversation, uh-huh. guys. Yeah. Best conversation. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> She's like, yeah, you can call him on your way home right. in your car. <laughs> yes, Quinn, welcome back. <laughs> and yeah, it's good to see her. And okay, here's what I was thinking. I wanted to know what you guys thought. What would Quinn have done if she was in Rachel's shoes and they saw, and Coleman, they saw them take the car and leave? I'm. I think she would have handled things a little bit differently, but mm-hmm. not that differently. I don't think she would have called the cops. I think yeah. if it was Quinn, she would have maybe had another obstacle in their way. Mm. Um, yeah. Because, I mean, this woman hired someone to pretend to be a contestant's mom That's to, true. Uh, like, disclaim her, um, or whatever she was saying mm-hmm. about with abuse, just to say that was discredit it. So I would think she would do something fake so she could control it. But getting the police involved means it's out of your control. That's the, right. getting the law involved, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think she would do something so she could still control it, but perhaps bring in someone else that she could, I don't know, fool them in some way. Yeah, yeah. to me, I think she would have used central casting. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. 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 And that's what she would have done. Yeah, and exactly. that's the thing, is you have control over hired actors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Rookie mistake, yeah. Rachel. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it. And then, of course, we have the scene between Rachel and Adam when she just goes cuckoo. And part of me was like, oh, she's doing it half on purpose because mm-hmm. she, like, wants to show him, like, leave me alone. I'm insane. Like, just leave me alone. And then he, he leaves, but he sits outside of the, you know, the door to the truck. Right. And I don't think he can handle that kind of crazy no. Mm. I do think he's genuinely concerned, though. That's probably why he was sitting out there. Like, he's he's shocked by her reaction, but he's also just like, you know, what is going on here? Yeah. So, I mean, he could have just, like, darted off and left, but I think he really genuinely is still in love with her, and that's why he's sitting outside there just like, okay, what can I do? But he has no idea he can't do anything. Yeah. I, you know, I only think he's going to be on for one episode, and that was it. And I, I'm sad about that because I'm a big fan. Love him. Mm. Yeah, Adam's cute, but yeah, I think that Rachel's <laughs> a little too much for him right now. Oh, yeah, and, definitely. But Coleman likes the crazy, and he seems like he wants to help. And I don't, much like Adam, I don't think he knows what to do, but mm-hmm. I feel like Coleman's just more into sticking with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. Yeah, you know, we said this in a different episode. Sometimes mm-hmm. guys just like the crazy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. True. oh definitely. And True. you're like, how does that girl... Always? Yes. And she's not even that. I mean, what? And she's insane. <laughs> and it's like, nope. They they just, I think. They love that. Yeah. It's for, a challenge, guys. Like a challenge. Exactly. I need to start challenging some more. <laughs> so yeah, to turn into on psychos. Fire, you like <laughs> it's all this, you know, the show's fault. It's like teaching us, be crazy. Yeah. We guys will love you. Right. Taking notes after yeah. Rachel. <laughs> okay. Mental breakdown. Yeah, got take it. notes yeah. after her. <laughs> I'm just kidding, guys. Yeah. Don't do don't that. Do they will throw you in a mental disorder. Like, exactly. similar to this mm. episode, though, she calls her mom. I knew she was calling her mom. Oh, yeah, me too. Yeah, I was like, she's at the point. She needs mommy. Breaking point. Mm-hmm. The problem is her mother's worse than Quinn or anybody else for her, in her my opinion. crazy. Yeah. Though. I think her mom is crazy. Yeah. Her mm-hmm. mom is what caused all these mental issues that are, you know, obviously to an extent real, but not as bad as her mother makes it out to be. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing, is, like, the fact that she broke down and called her mom is, like, that's serious. Yeah. I really... And I think this was honestly the only direction they could have gone with Rachel after what happened to make her any sympathetic, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know. It's kind of like a reset. Yeah. So it's like, call mom, she can get you back to normal or mm-hmm. make it worse. Mm-hmm. Or just, you know, make her a zombie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I think was the problem to begin with. I'm interested to see, because I think that we will, Quinn's 
past relationship with Rachel's mother because it's a seems you know it's a bit of a competitive thing absolutely and uh, she was like oh no this is really bad if mm-hmm. you know she's taking her away and we see Rachel just kind of collapse at first I thought she was hiding the pills or something then mm-hmm. I was like nope she is out of it yeah and she she's gone is yeah. gone and then of course one last final scene of Jeremy and Yael uh, he, I don't know how she got to him, was able to contact him, but, you know, I'm sure there's ways. Mm-hmm. Picks oh, her yeah. up, and he's such a sucker. Such a sucker. Yeah. Come on, Jeremy. Dummy. Yeah, I know. What are you doing? I know. I know. I can't comment on any of that stuff, so you guys, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like we said, we're not sure of her intentions, but she did record the conversation after. She's like, just tell me everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, yeah, then that was it. We we have some questions for you, though, Yeah, Megan. I mean, personally, I have a lot. <laughs> but um, Tina Hororka, who said, if you could pick any crazy storyline for your character that Quinn could spin out of control, what would you choose? Oh, goodness. <laughs> Wait, one from the season that's yeah. going on now? Um. Oh, we'll see. I can't. Okay, never mind. I was about to say one that would reveal some stuff. So, um, I don't know. Maybe, maybe Tiffany's character, only because I mean, I personally love football, and just the fact that her character is revolving around this whole football scene and having some crazy dad, and um, I don't know. I feel like that would be a fun thing to explore. I mean, in the storytelling world, not yeah. in my real life, but um, yeah, probably Tiffany's storyline. I'm excited to see more of Tiffany's storyline because yeah, she's all well she was what happened this episode was going to happen I think regardless but mm-hmm. they took her behavior in the backseat of the car as being passed out as you know a reason to go on attack yeah right yeah and it's not only that too like you guys so in that scene though they so Sarah you know they did a really good job to kind of play up the stereotypes unfortunately and they put Tiffany back there because she was blonde and mm-hmm. showing that she's kind of just like you know, can't even get it together, and then the cops see this blonde woman completely knocked out with two black guys, you know, this is what the police officers do when they see that. So it was very strategic in them placing which contestants were going to be back there. And, yeah, I mean, that was just the reality of what we're living in now. But anyway. Yeah. It, uh, I'm, I like her character just because I'm a little fascinated and she's mischievous. I know, and she was on The Bold and the Beautiful. Yeah, <laughs> she <laughs> was. <laughs> One of your big fans, who is Haley at Tandy Support. Oh, Haley! Hi, Haley. Said, "What so was sweet. your favorite scene to shoot this season?" My favorite. You know what? It actually was. Well, one of them was the gondola scene. Um, it was just you guys. I'm telling you, when we were filming it, it was freaking hilarious. And there's just so much more that happened and that was going on. And I mean, I understand that not everything you know makes it to the final cut, but I mean, that really was just such a fun scene. It was quick when you guys saw it, but. It was so much fun. How about any... Is there any good questions from the chat we've seen tonight? Let's see. I'll ask one while you're looking. Yeah, that way we can look. Okay, so my question... You answered this before. Is that, you know, Chantal does have feelings Mm -hmm. for Darius. Is she... do Do you play her in a way that she might be delusional in the fact she's gone through so much trauma and she's in this situation? Mm-hmm. Or, like, I mean, how, how do you play that kind of character? Because we I think we all see her in a bit of a different way. Mm-hmm. Well, the thing with Chantal is, like, I mean, she's, so she's like a former pageant queen as well. So the whole idea with her is that, you know, she knows how to turn it on for the cameras, but... That may not actually be who she is because she just she knows it to play up to the cameras if she wants to get more attention. And so as far as like, I mean, I play her in that scene, the gondola scene, very delusional because she's just like 
because she had the conversation with Chet, she's thinking that this is the only way to, you know, release and to find love with Darius. So that scene for me, oh yeah, I was playing it delusional, but I guess how it comes off um, from you guys not seeing those other scenes, I mean... Yeah, I mean, the girl's just completely clueless and lost in love. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, Mary Duda444 says, do you think that Darius actually likes Chantal? Um, I will say when when we were filming this whole episode, no. <laughs> yeah, he, that's why Adam is telling him to pick me. Yeah. Because he's not really wanting to, he wants to go with, well, he does say that he wants to go, he wants to go with the Bentley, which is Tiffany. And so Adam's the one that's like, no, no, you need to pick the sob story. It's going to help your career. So he's not really wanting to do it. So um, in that scene, I wouldn't say that he's really feeling it. But the whole point of that whole gondola thing and like are having like a moment, it's when he's actually starting to like me a little bit. Yeah. And then I go and do this ashes thing. <laughs> get it so. all in his face. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah. So it's a little, we kind of regressed there. So do you have any questions, Renee? Uh, do you have any funny stories from set that you can tell us? Oh, my gosh. There's always something going on. Um, it, it's always stuff with the guys. I mean, Josh is just, he's just such a goofball mm-hmm. and so freaking funny. And um, a specific story I can't really share, but um, just know it was really silly and a lot of fun. Yeah, we all had a really great time. Yeah, Oswald Guerrero wants to know if you would rather have Adam or Darius. Darius. I agree. I'd pick Darius. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I, I'm more of a, like, that <laughs> nice chocolate man. He's yes. He's a nicer guy, too, mm-hmm. to me. Adam's a little full of himself. Yeah. yeah. I love Adam. And yeah. Adam's great. I mean, he's yeah. a great-looking man, but it's just, I mean, if, if we were looking at those two guys, yeah, nice chocolate man. <laughs> what I what I love about Darius is when we started this season, all of us were kind of like, we, like we, we loved Adam from the start, and then he just deteriorated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Darius was a slow burn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And yeah. now you know it, it's most important how you feel at the end. Oh, now yeah, right. we sure. like him and we kind of see his character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, You're I so for feel him. for Darius now. Mm-hmm. Whereas in the beginning, I was like, mm, I don't know about you. You seem like a little fake and not into it. And then as it went on, I'm like, oh, but but Darius, right. I'm like, don't be paralyzed. <laughs> yeah. And I'm so invested in this character now. I love him. <laughs> yeah, I think we're all super invested. Did you have any specific questions, Lucretia? You know, I was curious because you said that you played Chantal as you know a former pageant girl and things about that. Did you do beauty pageants yourself? I did. (laughs) I did. Um, A few years ago, I was Miss California USA, and I went to Miss USA, and I got third runner-up. And so I did try to kind of channel some, like, pageant patty girl (laughs) when I was doing Chantal, because she's just, I don't know, she's a Southern debutante, so she's got to be very proper and prim, and everything's just got to be on point, but at the same time, she's kind of delusional, as you said, and just lost in it, so, yeah. And as someone who's done a beauty pageant myself, Miss Texas uh, USA 2012, unfortunately, guys, but um, (laughs) you you do play it so well, that's why I figured, Um, I was like, because there are certain nuances that only you know if you've been in that situation, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's not yeah. hard at all to play Chantal because yeah. I just I'm literally just channeling things that I've seen. Like I, I wouldn't call myself like this crazy like pageant girl, but I have friends who mm-hmm. were like that, and so I'm just kind of just taking little <laughs> bits of them and putting them into my character. Aww. And now I know who to cast in my movie if I ever write it. Yeah, <laughs> keep me in mind. My last question for you is: if you were to play another one of the girls, like if you could be a different character this season, which one would you choose? Hmm. That's the most fascinating to That's you. A good one. Yeah. Um. Well, you know, there's probably there's two. 
I, I really like the whole thing with Hot Rachel. Um, I can't tell you why, unfortunately, but I, I just love the whole Hot Rachel storyline. And I really liked Ruby. I think Ruby is just um, completely relatable, and I love that she's not there for the cameras. She's not there for anything. Like she's like, okay, I'm a real girl. This is me. I'm not going to put on these extensions. I'm not going to do this. Like I just love like a real girl like that. Yeah. So um, either one of those two. Well, on the note of Ruby, let's get into some predictions because mm. I have some about Ruby. Me too. And now, after Buzz TV. Spooky. All right, start us off, Renee. Okay. Um, part of me wants to say Adam will be here the whole season, but then the realistic <laughs> part is like, it's over, Renee. He's gone. I do think that Ruby is going to come back. Because I think that this story is going to get in the news, it's going to get her attention, and she's going to be like, Darius, and come back, I hope, because I do miss Ruby. And also, I think Hot Rachel is going to make some things get a little crazy uh, for the real. I don't know if it's specifically Rachel, or if she's going to blow up Everlasting and target Rachel because Rachel broke a lot of rules. Because for this episode, when they did... The fl- uh, the flashback, or not the previously on Unreal, they showed what. Oh my gosh, I always forget that woman's name. The one that committed suicide last season. Mary. 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 They showed the flashback of Mary. This was this episode, yes? Or was it the one before that? I watched them both. No, today. they did show it on the previous yeah, for this today. one. They did. And then they had that whole scene with. Um, uh, Yael at the end, and I'm wondering if maybe it has to do with that, and then them, they, um, Rachel saying, oh, we did this, so I'm thinking maybe it could have to do with that. Hmm. Hmm. I know you can't give us anything, so we'll no. move on to you, Lucretia. <laughs> yeah, I agree that Ruby will definitely be back next episode, because she cares about Darius, and will want to be there for, you know, whatever happens with Romeo, and I think it'll really be about that, and then she'll immediately go into her hashtag blacktivist, as she said, mode, where she she wants to tell this story, you know, and show, like, how unfair and ridiculous this was. So it'll be a really good human interest piece. And my thing with Yael, or Hot Rachel, whatever we want to call her, is there's a reason they showed that Mary flashback, I think, yeah. in the beginning. That this may be tied all into that. And then she is targeting Everlasting and Rachel because maybe they're related, or, you know, there was some sort of situation that that ties to. Mm-hmm. I, I agree with all that. Mm-hmm. I think that this is the perfect platform for Ruby to come mm-hmm. back because, you know, Darius is hurt, but more importantly, this is a huge going to be a mm-hmm. huge issue for her that she's going to be, you know, fighting for. Mm-hmm. So that'll bring her back into the story and also probably show Darius what is really important and that he actually really cares about her. But then there's going to, there's somehow going to have to go back into production. And I don't, I'm, I'm, I have no idea how they're going to swing that because Rachel does get out of the hospital. We saw in the Mm -hmm. previews for next week. And, uh... I just really hope that Rachel steps up. I know that she's not healthy, and she probably is not able to step up the way that she should and take control, but sometimes when such bad things happen and you have so much guilt, it's kind of just, like, ride or die, and you either, like, sink to the bottom or you just rise to the top and figure out the situation. In an ideal world, I would want that. I think Quinn is going to help her, perhaps, do that and, you know, take the place of her mom a bit. Yeah. So that's what I think for this week and next week. Please let us know what you guys think. Use the hashtag ABTVUnreal. Tweet at us, all that good stuff. Where can we find you guys one more time? Hey, guys, I'm Renee Ariel, and you can find me on Instagram and on Twitter at Renee Ariel. Megan Tandy. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Megan Tandy or Snapchat at Tandy Meg. 
And I'm Lucretia Lyons. You guys can always find me at L-A-C-R-E-T-I-A-L-Y-O-N anywhere on the internet since there is the only one. And guys, don't forget to follow AfterBuzz TV at AfterBuzz TV on all social media platforms. You can find me, Sam Davidson, Sam Davidson Entertainment.com, Twitter and Instagram, SamD43. And now that we're talking about Snapchat, yeah. Sam Davidson25. It's a good <laughs> one. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We do have a special guest Skyping in next week, but we are going to surprise you and tweet it out in a few days. So please keep up with us. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks. Yeah. Bye. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.